All right, welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 40 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. 40. This 40 episodes in. I am joined by my co-hosts every week for the Box Office Beatdown Show. We have from LC Screen Talk, Larry. Larry, how are you? Doing all right. I didn't realize, I guess, that we were on episode 40. Wow. Oh, nice way to close off the year. We have episode 40 episodes in of this show. Um, yeah, how are you doing? How's your weekend? This is it for the, the year, huh? This is it. Yeah, well, so we'll, we'll get everyone updated for next week and all that stuff. Um, but this is it. Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. It's all movies. Got my car back, so yay. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yes. Um, getting ready for the holiday? Christmas uh, favorites? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Grinch, Dwayne. Like, <laughs> I'm the Grinch everybody likes, not Grinch when he's all holiday. Like, who, I realize that nobody cares about the Grinch after he's, like, come to, like, Christmas. We all want mean, funny, awesome Grinch. Come on. <laughs> um. Well, all right. Well, I'm excited. You know, Christmas is around the corner. The end of the year is very soon new year's is coming as well um all right let's get into the box office because we have a lot to talk about as far as for this week um everyone this is the weekend of december 20th and we had the opening releases for star wars episode 9 the rise of skywalker cats and a wider release for bombshell and stuff um and uh, yeah so we have and we also have the second weekend for Jumanji, the next level, fifth weekend for Frozen, fourth weekend for Knives Out. Um, yeah, a couple of other movies. Also, same thing as last week. So we'll get right into it. Um, without further ado, what came in, number one? So coming in at the top of the box office, to nobody's surprise, is, in fact, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, opening to $175.5 million in its first weekend of release. Worldwide, the movie has already opened in 98% of its territories and delivered a 37.3.5, sorry, $373.5 million worldwide opening. The movie did receive a B, is it a B or a B plus from CinemaScore? So that would be plus from CinemaScore, which is one of the lowest for a Star Wars film. Um, yeah. So, um, this, this is this. I don't know. This, this ain't good. I'll. It's not like it's fine, but it's not. This like, is on level of I would say like it chapter two. Yeah, this I is think not this is like, like um, another it chapter two where it's still a good number. Clearly, this has been going on all year. All year, this has been yeah. going on. The only one that made more than its predecessor that everyone assumed that it would was Frozen Two. Yeah. Um, Star Wars. This so everyone's gonna find an excuse about why this is not. This is like an okay number and stuff. It's an okay number, but it's not what we were. We were expecting at least over two hundred million. I know I. Got I, I went around the two hundred and five million um part. You said one ninety, but um one seventy one ninety. It didn't even get to that. We get one seventy five um for a Star Wars movie. Uh, the last movie of the saga, the last big movie of the saga, is not great. You know, it's I. You know, for this to kind of end this to kind to end this movie off, I was expecting like this is the last of the saga. So I'm expecting like, at least like in the 200 range, but you know, we saw that, you know, from when it, when the tickets went on sale, it just wasn't, it wasn't having the same kind of buzz, like, like the other star Wars movies were getting and stuff. So 
Um, I'm 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 interested. I'm wondering what it was. I'm wondering what was the people who didn't like the Last Jedi. Was it people who didn't like this this whole Disney renaissance of Star Wars movies? Was it the word of mouth that wasn't like you know usually all these Star Wars movies get like really really high praise? This one was very divided and stuff. What do you think? Yeah, I was gonna say I think it's a definitely a culmination of people who did not like the Last Jedi. Um, did, were done. So I I kind of knew regardless it was gonna take a downturn at least a little bit from the Last Jedi. Uh, and I think, yeah, that, that critic score, that buzz, the, it, particularly the week leading up to release, buzz was not good for the film. I know a lot of people who were very kind of apprehensive uh, <laughs> right. that I don't hear talking a lot about like scores and stuff. We're like, yeah, I didn't hear it's very good uh, heading into the weekend. So... I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I definitely think the critical score, or at least the buzz that came from that critic score, uh, gave people pause. Yeah, I um, yeah, I would have to agree. I just uh, um, I was like, I was champion uh, championing for this movie to do well because I just assume that because we see what Ryan Johnson's Knives Out is doing really well, so I just assume that people kind of moved on. For that sort of hate for like the Star Wars franchise after Last Jedi and stuff, but it's looking like a lot of people kind of um, either were burned by it. Maybe it's just people people just like aren't into this like this saga anymore. You know, I just figured because it's just the la- it's the last big one that people would turn out for the movie like in a much bigger way because you know Endgame, uh, Avengers Endgame was the last big Avengers movie. I mean, as of right now, who knows when we're gonna get another one? But it's the it was the Endgame of, of like the twenty two movies movies yeah. and stuff and the infinity saga and that movie is like made a kajillion dollars opening weekend like 350 opening weekend so to see star wars kind of um come in almost similar to what rogue one did you know what i mean so yeah. this is i don't know not not great yeah i think of course the difference there is people liked infinity war uh true, so true, they were pumped <laughs> I mean, they yeah, liked it, true. and uh, critics liked Endgame. Uh, it got positive buzz leading into the weekend, not like, oh, God. Um, yeah, I just, I think the big difference is, is people don't pay as close attention to the director. So Knives mm-hmm. Out, you know, yeah, there are some people who might hate it. Whereas when you're a sequel to a film. Um, that's true, that's true, yeah. Done, if you're like, oh, they ruined all my favorite characters or whatever people's grievances are they're just like i'm done you know that's like asking me to come back for game of thrones season nine (laughs) also too (laughs) yeah also it's also about the way because you talked about endings if 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 game of thrones started again like say like another like next year they, they they started and knowing how many people did not like season eight uh, it probably wouldn't have been that big of a that big of an opening as far as for ratings go, right? You know, just because people people were very very harped on the last season. So you can also say that the last Jedi didn't end to where you wanted to see where it went, where it goes to next. You know what I mean? It kind of just ended. Um, it, it, there was no kind of repercussions or where the story would go or anything like that. It kind of just like ends, you I know. Even even those that which I'm on the camp that likes the Last Jedi. Um, but even the people that like the Last Jedi, I think it's that's a grievance most people have with the film is that 
it kind of just goes in a circle. You know, we don't we don't really end in a very different place than where we began when The Last Jedi is all said and done. It's kind of like, oh, okay, we're kind of uh, back to, to where we started. And yeah, like you said, I mean, we have Rey doing cool stuff with the Force, but, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't really propel you into the next what could be coming up. Um, so... You know, and then, well, and then you get this film. So for the people that loved The Last Jedi, you get this film that basically is like, uh, well, I know a couple things kind of were set up there, but I'm going to forget about those now. So we have these like almost dueling directors <laughs> that are just like, eh, I know that these things were set up in the last film, but I'm going to just drop that and go this way. Yeah, I mean that's definitely what it that's definitely what it felt like by the end of it. And like you said, Infinity War, everyone liked that. Everyone wanted to see, even if you watched and that Infinity left on War, a huge cliffhanger. I exactly. Mean, even, though, even though we all knew, again, exactly. Even if um, no adult human knew that those people weren't coming back to life, it still left you wide open with how is it going to happen? How are they going to fix this? You know. <laughs> Because, like, even if you left, if you left Infinity War, like, even if you watch it a couple of months after, you're still going to be like, oh, my God, I want to know what happens, like, what happens now? You know what I'm saying? With all, like, the ending and stuff like that, that still kind of leaves a lot of, even after, after even after, like, first viewings that wasn't in theaters, people who watched it at home, waited until the Blu-ray or, like, on demand and stuff, you're still wondering, which made, which made it an even bigger box office for Endgame, uh, people who didn't want to wait until, until, like, the DVDs and stuff like that, they went to go see it so i don't know um i definitely was not expecting um uh, the rise of skywalker to probably end up on our most disappointing kind of list that we're going to be doing at some point but um yeah, yeah. as far as as far as box office goes because i i enjoyed the film for what it was um what about you do you still feel do you still feel kind of iffy on the on the movie i'm still i'm pretty middle of the ground i there is a lot of fun in there for me but the more I've thought, like, I kind of have been thinking about it ever since I left the theater. Mm-hmm. And the more I think about it, the less I like it, which yeah. is not great. Um, so I'm like, I'm worried. I know I'm going to go see it at least probably two more times in theaters. So there's that still. But I'm very scared to go back into that theater because I'm like, oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> just thinking about it, I've liked it less. So we'll see how it goes. But, yeah. Yeah, I would have to agree. I was telling Brett this morning on our more on our morning show that um since it since it since it happened, I definitely enjoy all the action, but there's a lot of stuff in there that's still like just still kind of questionable and doesn't really make any much any sense anymore. Um, so I don't know. It's very it's gonna does make sense or right. you know, it's like trivial stuff um, that doesn't make sense or does it not make sense? It's just there, but it leaves me just like why? Like why is yeah. That- why did that have to be there? I, I and it's going to be um, very interesting to see about the legs, too. Uh, next weekend, uh, we definitely have a lot coming up. Nothing. Some of competition, but not something di- distinctly, distinctively that can like take it out. Um, I also thought, say what you want, but I also thought of. I also thought Jumanji did a big number on it too. Like, I mean, twenty six million for Jumanji. Um, do we we'll get into that number? But like, I think I, I think that did kind of a number a little bit on it on it as well. Um, so speaking of Jumanji, uh, number two, what do we got? We'll just jump in. So coming in at number two is Jumanji: The Next Level, which brought in twenty six point one two five million, which is a fifty five point nine percent drop in its second weekend of release. That does bring the Jumanji sequel. Uh, up to 101.9 million domestic and 311 mil- 11.9 million worldwide after two weeks of release. 
Um, yeah, pretty good number for the movie. I actually wasn't wasn't expecting to hold this like it's not like a huge hold, but it's a pretty good hold for what for what the competition is going up against. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna be all excited and stuff like that. I'm sure that next Jumanji, that third Jumanji movie is gonna come out of nowhere. So um I think it's very it's I don't know. This movie continues to do well, uh, for the most part, overseas as well too. So um I'm not That's surprised. That's a thing. Another worry with Star Wars, it still has not caught on in China. The opening in China I saw, was, yeah, was a I dud, saw. you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, saw. China does not care about Star Wars. And that actually makes me, I don't know, that seems like it should make me more nervous. Is uh, Opening 373.5, of course, it should still reach that billion-dollar mark, but... Uh, I don't know. With this, oh, no. it's already open yeah. most of the way. You know, it's already opened in most territories. So, but Dude, Jumanji oh. is killing it overseas again already. Um, so there we go. So did Frozen open up to? Uh, did Frozen pretty much open up to where it was supposed to as well? Like you know, um, like it opened up everywhere and stuff. I believe so. I don't think Frozen has anything left. Right, right. What I want to see is Frozen's um, Japanese total, just because Japan was a huge market for <laughs> Frozen, the first Frozen. I mean, a huge market. Um, but yeah, so uh, I guess we'll just jump right into that. So coming in at number three, we do have mm-hmm. Frozen 2, which delivered another 12.3 million, which is a tiny 35.5% drop in it's third or fifth weekend of release that brings the frozen sequel up to 386.5 million domestic and 1.103 billion worldwide oh that does make it the fourth largest animated film of all time on the worldwide scale this weekend it did pass up some other heavy hitters including despicable me 3 toy story 3 and toy story 4 from earlier this year so it's now now the the highest grossing actual yes i'm going to say actual animated film of the year <laughs> um really good i guess a pretty good another good opening for uh, disney uh 12 million 12 million going up against star wars and jumanji is still really good um it's clearly the animated movie that everyone's seeing for the holidays and stuff That's it's what per- I'm wondering. Is it's this, a perfect holiday movie i don't i'm not a sure really about small drop so i'm wondering right. you know even uh, the, yeah they're small smaller numbers but we have jumanji you have frozen 2 both performing well heading into the holiday season still that takes away a lot of your family business that you're hoping to get for a star wars opening so you know what right there that's uh, over 30 million that would have put star wars into the 200 if uh, you know presuming they all went to go see it but it would have yeah it looks like a very um, like i was saying i'm not sure as far as what's coming up um spies in the skies does not feel like a holiday kind of movie <laughs> but i mean frozen still does it has the snowy feel and stuff with all you know with olaf and elsa everyone still loves them all so um i mean i could i could see it doing much better numbers the next couple of weeks as well yeah, i mean a 35 percent drop in week five it's still in the top three I just looked it up. The Japanese numbers are pretty great. Uh, it's at seven. It opened to 17.8 million in Japan, and so mm. far it's up to 67.3 million. Um, so Japan coming through for them like they did last time. But yeah, I mean it's a huge number, 1.1 bill up to number four, and I think it should be closing in to that top three here shortly as well when it comes to animated op- or animated all-time releases. 
Right, right. So um, pretty good, pretty good opening for them. Um, on right. the other end of the spectrum, <laughs> we get um, to number four. <laughs> number four. What do we? Oh my god! What so do coming we have? in at number, number four. four, we have Cats, the uh, feature film adaptation of the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical production, which brought in a horrible six point five million dollar opening weekend. It only released in one other territory this weekend and brought in 4.4 from that territory bringing its worldwide opening up to 10.9 million. As for its reception, it did only receive a C-plus cinema score, so that's no fun. And it is in the top 20 worst openings of all time for uh, films in over 3,000 theaters. What was the budget for this? Uh, the budget was at least it was uh, uh, reportedly ninety five million. Ninety five million for cats. We'll call it, and oh my that's god! Before this re-release, they're doing uh, yeah, which is so dumb. This re- I've never heard of this. So I mean, we can add on more because they went in and tried to fix some of these visual effects. Yeah, but why do that when it's done? Like, I mean, it's I out mean, there. I mean, no, I mean, did, yes, I mean, the, yes, the. People hands look a hot mess. I mentioned it in my review. I was like, why do they didn't even bother putting fur on these little hands? Like they're just people hands sticking out of this like furry arm. Yeah, it seems uh, like a um this the more and more I think about this movie, it's like a biggest the biggest waste of time. What studio is this, you know? It's just, it's just it has I have it right here. Um Universal. Oh my god. I mean this is like one of their the most ridiculous idea was to put this in film. Um, they, they probably thought with the cast, because the cast is Jason Derulo, it has Taylor Swift, it has um, Rebel Wilson, it has, you know, James Kors, all the people that you like, pretty much. Uh, Idris Elba, Jennifer Hudson for some more songs, Judy Dench. But, like, um, it seems like they were baking on the cast. Maybe the cast will get this, get this movie out there. But, um... Not a lot of things that register on mainstream work in film. That's what I'm learning a lot through these past couple of years. It's because the play, the play was so popular doesn't mean a film is going to be. And I heard the movie was awful. And I, I don't want to see it. But I heard the movie think, was really, really bad. Yeah, I um, think that's really what they banked on. Is they just Sometimes Hollywood gets this crazy tunnel vision that if something yeah. is popular, let's do it again or we can make more money off of it. But it, it doesn't work like that. Like You just have to evaluate. Is it a good fit for the medium and just you know yes undeniably obviously Andrew Lloyd Webber is filthy rich off of cats <laughs> because right. it did amazing on Broadway but I mean you just have to look at it and know that what in the world why why would we have this as a <laughs> as a film I don't know I don't as know a film it's just so baffling you know and, I, and a lot of they do this with a lot of like apps a lot of like memes that go viral like you saw with the emoji movie that they thought that all oh, because you know the new thing everyone's using te- everyone's using cell phones and iPhones let's do an emoji movie and it bombed uh this happens all the time where like they try to use these media things for movies and they just don't work with audiences because it's ridiculous cats looks awful like the movie looks so bad no one was raving about it um, I don't know who would rate about a movie like that, even with that cast. I mean, it just looks ridiculous. So um, I don't know. It looks like a really, really cheap, like, fan film or something like that. It just looks really bad. So the I mean, movie got shafted. They could have saved well. a whole lot of money 
and probably made at least a somewhat better product if they had just went with practical effects. If they had just went with makeup and hair and costuming rather than this CGI like abomination <laughs> that they yeah, brought CGI to cats and I mean CGI. it would have just been so much better if they had just done hair and makeup to get the cat look. I don't know cuz it's so weird with those lips like hu- like literal human faces floating around inside of this cat body. I mean it's too much. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I think also there's this idea that, and, and it somewhat is true to a point, that musicals do really well over the holiday season. We've seen it over yeah. and over. The Greatest Showman, you know, didn't do well with critics, but audiences ate it up and it killed it over the Christmas season. Les Miserables did the same thing. La La Land was like, did oh, great. Did they think that maybe Cats would be the next breakout musical I for the holiday so. season <laughs> with all these award nominations and stuff yeah, like that? I, I think oh, they really God. did. I think that's what they anticipated Disaster. is this. Uh, they got Tom Hooper, who is an Academy Award winner, uh, oh, <laughs> director. So I think they really thought, you know, you get Judy Dench and Jennifer Hudson in here. I think that that they had some prestige going on here, and it just did not pan out for them at all. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. So that's when I. So, so here's what I'll say. I'll. I get the vision because now you're like the way you're talking about it and stuff, saying how all these actors and actresses and then the Academy Award winning director and all these like hit songs and stuff. I see the vision. I see the vision. Let's get this out there. The next campy musical that everyone's going to love and adore. But critics demolished this movie, like demolished it. I heard there were like people... People on bugs and stuff, too? Is that true? Yes, there are cockroaches and mice that have human little faces, too. Oh, my God. I mean, (laughs) Tyler and I mentioned it. Dwayne, I'm sorry you're wrong. The horniest film of 2019 is indeed Cats. I mean... I thought it was The Rise of Skywalker. You are ready for an orgy to burst out at any moment in Cats, and I wouldn't have been shocked. Like, it could happen literally at any second on the screen, and there wouldn't have been any shock. (laughs) I, um... It's awful. Really bad. I mean, Um, it was wild. It's a... I, I just, I don't, it's a baffling. It's like Cats to me is a baffling Movie everything. About it's baffling. And now Universal's just adding to it by re-releasing this new cut Which to theater. So, like, that's baffling. not going to bring more people to the theater. Like, oh, they we, they redid the the, um, the CG or whatever. That makes no sense to release that. $0.5 million opening weekend. Why are you sinking more money? See, fans should just wish that um, Universal had the rights to DC properties because they would have got their Snyder cut. They probably would have. Well, actually, you know, that's a good point. That games, but apparently Universal, they'll just keep throwing money at a, at a black hole. <laughs> Yeah, they probably would have. That's that's the sad part, you know. Um, I don't know. Listen, I don't know. Um, if there's an audience for this, old women of like seventy plus or something, but that's not even the case. Because even Down Abbey, because <laughs> even like Down Abbey did really good with an older audience as well. So I don't know. No one, no one, no one cared for the movie. Yeah, no one really cared for this movie. I would assume, right? Um, that's kind of the consensus and stuff. All right. Uh, let's get into the fifth and final spot. What do we got? 
So rounding out our top five is Knives Out in its fourth weekend of release. The Ryan Johnson whodunit mystery brought in $6.125 million, which is a tiny little 33% drop. That brings the film up to a total of $89.5 million here domestic and $185.5 million worldwide, all off a $40 million budget. Um... I'm so happy for this movie that it's doing so well. Uh, but it, it did get a, t- a lot, like a big theater slash. But hey, for 878 yeah, theater slash, um, 33% drop. Yeah, to only drop for 33%, still really, really good. So, um, I but I but I am doing. I'm, I am really happy that this movie is doing uh, really good. Um, there seems to be an audience for it that keeps going out to see it and stuff. And I saw that it made like worldwide. Like what is it at? Like 125, I believe. One, no, 180. 180, yeah, that's really good for a movie with this size and with this budget and stuff. So I'm really happy for Ryan Johnson. This probably will look good when it comes to like um, when it comes to actual Oscar season uh, yes, for the movie. So, so yeah, I'm very happy for. It. I mean, we already we already saw the nod for Anna De Armas, um, but I'm really I'm really so, excited to see how right. I'm really excited to see how the movie kind of elevates from here. You know, and I wasn't expecting really all these all these legs. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting this legs too, so it's good. Yeah, it's, it's really holding on well. Here, this is another one that doesn't, I guess, scream um, holiday movie, but right. it feels very in line with like a movie to go see over the holidays. You know, that's why I think it was great they released it at Thanksgiving. But even as we get into Christmas, you know, I still think it it makes for a, a good holiday family watch. <laughs> right, exactly. So I'm really happy for it and whatnot. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into some other stories. Yeah. Bombshell. So bombshell. We both we both saw that. Uh, I don't know. Did you see it this weekend or did you see it before? I saw it on Thursday. I remember Thursday. Um, I tried okay. to see it That's last right. week. That's right. You saw uh, it on Thursday instead of Skywalker and then watched yeah, it on Friday. My, my mother and I saw it Thursday night. and uh, We both really liked it. Really, really yeah. good. Uh, bombshell was really, really good. Um, and then I saw Skywalker Friday. And stuff. So this one expanded into uh, 1,480 theaters when last week it was only in four theaters. So Bombshell expanded out and earned $5.07 million for its troubles, which brought it up right. to number six at the box office. That uh, does get so. complete domestic total right now to 5.48 million so this just got some pretty big sag nominations uh after pretty much being snuffed out at the golden globes so a new life being brought into bombshell currently yeah yeah so i have it had the deal the theater plus this weekend where it expanded a little bit um last week it came in number 19 spot it was only it was only like what five theaters um so i'm really excited that it did it came in it didn't do crazy numbers but it did well enough you know so um number six spot i can see as far as award seasons go the um the the amount of um you know legs this movie could have is probably like really really good so i'm excited for the movie because i actually really really enjoyed it i still got to get our review out at some point but you and i will probably do that tomorrow and stuff but i'm really excited to see how good it's doing um going back into it another a lot of theater slashes this weekend for ford yeah. ferrari beautiful day in the neighborhood clean and slim dark yeah. waters i was excited though um because speaking of ford v ferrari it passed 100 million this weekend so it finally uh, jumped to that little uh, threshold <laughs> it uh, made 1.8 <laughs> million so that movie's now up to 101.9 million domestic and 192.9 million worldwide uh so good on that movie 
Mm-hmm. Black Christmas actually held better than I expected. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh my I, God. I really anticipated at least over 60% drop. It only dropped 57.5% uh, for 1.8 million and a ninth place finish. So that movie now is up to 7.2 million domestic and 13.3 million worldwide. So now that these international totals are coming, it's becoming eerily close to tripling its budget. It's one of the worst, uh, <laughs> worst, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I don't know why. It, I don't know why it held on. It's good. It did, um, yeah. but God, uh, a beautiful God. day had dropped off. Um, that one actually, I think, last weekend crossed over fifty million domestic, uh, fifty-two point four nine, and it doesn't look like it's released worldwide, which is kind of odd to me. Um. Yeah, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. It looks like a lot over the weekend too. A lot of movies just dropped. Like Dark like, Water's got a huge slash. Oh, yeah. Dark Water got a huge slash and dropped big. Eighty three percent drop this weekend. Twenty one bridges, another huge slash, dropped eighty percent. Midwage, yeah. another huge slash, dropped eighty two percent. Um, it's, it seems like all the yeah, movies that finally, dropped. Playing with fire has died by the fire finally. Right. <laughs> all, all the movies that's dropped a thousand theaters dropped about like eighty percent, seventy, seventy-seven percent for playing with fire. Joker's fire is probably getting out of the box office a little bit easily with, um, you know, dropping seventy percent, but it's still doing pretty good. I know they had a little bit of a re-release kind of. I actually saw it in more theaters over the weekend, um, so that's kind of interesting. But it's still it didn't, it didn't really do much. Uh, Parasite is doing really well. It's it's sitting in there. It's hanging in there. The top twenty. Yeah, Parasite. Uh, it only dropped 27%. I mean, it, it is still under half a million currently, but right. it's trucking along with a great, great overall number. Right. I just also read that unless something crazy happens before the end of the year, it will finish out the year with the highest per theater average total oh, for any yeah, yeah. in 2019. So, you know, it never got that huge, huge release, but it has held its uh, per theater average really high throughout its entire run. So far. Yeah, it's still playing all through. It's still playing all throughout Boston as well, too. So, yeah. um, I'm really happy to see that it's doing well. Um, one of my favorite movies of the year. I'm happy it's doing really well and stuff like that. And yeah. audiences are getting to see it. Um, the audience, the um, the Asian especially, audience especially. Yeah, uh, they're going to see it. Go into award season. I think it right. will get another bump actually as it continues. Right. To I hope nominations. Uh, a Hidden Life expanded this weekend to 106 theaters and made $250,000. Uncut Gems, before it goes nationwide on Christmas Day, it was in five theaters again this weekend, didn't expand at all, but made $232,000. So uh, a couple of little platform releases as we gear up for the bigger releases on Christmas Day. Right, right. So I'm excited. Um, pretty much, so overall, pretty good, pretty okay weekend. A lot of slashes, a lot of drops, but an okay weekend, I would say. Um, disappointing number again for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, no matter how much you want to put it. The same, the same. I mean, they're going to hold off on these movies for a while, I would assume, um, and stuff, and stick to this Disney Plus and TV shows, which I think is the right thing to do um, as far as right now, especially with this fan base. One of the worst fan bases of all time is Star Wars. So um, they're going to have to figure some stuff out. But um, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into what we got coming out this weekend. This weekend we have Little Women, 
Little Women, um, Christmas Day, we have Little Women, Uncut Gems, 1917 for a limited um, amount of viewers, and then Spies in Disguise, also Just Mercy, and then next weekend we'll have Clemency and stuff. So pretty big weekend for movies. Um, what do you see as far as some of these films, as far as box office go? Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know. These are like hard ones to guess. Um, because it's like Little Women. I don't know. Are people gonna go watch that? Ten million? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm Little Women. I'm gonna go since Star Wars is still like the the. the I mean, the I guess movie. it's opening, and it's hard to say because Christmas is on Wednesday, so it's right. gonna be a Wednesday to Sunday, you know, number. I don't know. Yeah. So I I, I don't know either. Little Women. I could see like seven, six, maybe. And stuff, you know. Uh, Spies in Disguise. I don't uh, know, fifteen. Uh, I'm gonna go twelve. I don't know. Uh, I just, think, I just think everyone's gonna still want to see Frozen, and that's gonna be like the main kind of, you know what I mean? That's gonna be the gems. Thing. I think could open pretty decent. I think I don't know. I think they've done a good job of like advertising uncut gems at least right. where i am i <laughs> i know a lot of people are like oh yeah that looks cool that looks good um i don't know but also i'm like it's another kind of smaller release i don't know the next week it's tough i don't know what to say about any of them. <laughs> yeah next week is really hard because it's you can never really you can never really know how how good um how good like movies that come out around christmas time are gonna do yeah um, so I don't know. I don't see, but I, I would say this. I don't, I don't see major numbers for any of them. No. To be honest. I think, I think it's still next weekend. It's going to be Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, oh, then it'll be Jumanji, um, number two. Rise when of Skywalker. How much? Number three. Rise of Skywalker. How big of the drop do you see? Oh, 55. 55. So you're saying like what? Like so let's see. 60 million or something? Let's see. 175 cut in half is what? <laughs> Uh, 85? <laughs> yeah, so 85, so about 80, 75 million. Yeah, I'll go 70, 75 from next week. Yeah, I'm disappointed because I wanted this movie to blow the doors off the place. I really did. Um, but it didn't, and I'm I'm sad about it, you know? Um, and yeah. stuff that's going to be this, this, this the narrative is going to be crazy for the next couple of weeks as far as why. Um, we're going to see all the conspiracies and stuff tomorrow, but I mean, we'll see. But I don't know. I'm disappointed, you know? This is a interesting, interesting week coming up. Uh, I really enjoy Little Women and Spies in Disguise, so, right. you know, go see those. Uh, also, if 1917 opens near you, uh, it's amazing. I loved it. I'm going to be <laughs> disappointed i don't think i'm gonna, i don't think it's gonna open up in boston this weekend i think it's just gonna be right now yeah, every time i look at showtime it's seeing like after january is when you can see it and i want to uh, see it before my no. rankings Same thing i really with just wanted mercy. to i'm waiting on my ranking literally for just mercy but yeah here until like the second week of january yeah i wanted to see 1917 because of my rankings and it's looking like i'm not going to be able to uncut gems i can try to sneak that out maybe i don't know maybe on, on christmas Something, yeah, I something, but um, I'm disappointed. Even Little Women, I gotta figure out when I gotta when I can see that too. Clemency um, is also really good. Uh, it's a good indie film as well. Yeah, Clemency. Um, they were showing that in the Boston Independent Film Festival. Yeah. I missed. I missed it though. It was on the Sunday schedule, and I didn't go on Sunday. Bummer. But yeah. um, yeah, it's a really strong film. A little bit of a depressing uh watch. Is heavy. Oh yeah, one, yeah. But, <laughs> but, um, but it's good. 
But um, alrighty, guys, uh, that is it for this week. That's all we got for episode forty. I can't believe we have forty episodes down in the can Ooh. for this show. So I'm really excited to see. Um, before I get into our schedule, Larry, let everyone know they can follow you and what's coming up in your channel this week for Christmas. Yeah, so you can find me at LC Screen Talk on Instagram, Twitter, and of course YouTube. So this week I will have my animated films of 2019 ranked video up. I'm looking to get that up tomorrow, uh, just in time for the release of Spies in Disguise. Saw 19 animated films this year. <laughs> Oh my God. Um, <laughs> oh, you do it. I know a lot of people who saw more, so we're the, there's that too. But 19, um, yeah, I, no, that's not including The Lion King, y'all. No, I did not include that <laughs> in my animation. Um, but I'll also be doing a review for Uncut Gems on Christmas okay. Eve. And then I'll probably actually be aiming to get my worst of 2019 up sometime. Like this week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've seen all the the bad that I need to see. The only right. things left are, are good, <laughs> presumably good. So um, I can feel confident in making my worst of the year list. I think. Mm -hmm. Um. Alrighty. So I'm looking forward to all your stuff coming out this weekend. As far as the um. As, as, as far as the schedule for us right now, it's looking like tomorrow I'll probably tomorrow we'll do uh, our review for Bombshell, Larry and I. If I can if I can get anyone else, probably just be the two of us. Um, and then Tuesday, um, Tuesday is Christmas Eve, and I think I'm going to be really really busy uh, on Tuesday for a show. So there probably won't be any world show this week. Um, so. Um, it's Christmas, hang out with your families, all that stuff. But as far as um, the other shows, so I, I might have to like squeeze in most of our shows this Thursday and Friday because next week I'm gonna be I'm gonna be away. I'm not gonna have my computer or anything and stuff. Um, I'll be in New York, so I, I I'll be in New York until New Year's Day. Maybe New Year's Day we can do a couple of shows. But as far as our ranking shows. You probably have to do them, try to squeeze them in Thursday and Friday. So I got to figure all that stuff out as far as who's going to be on which shows. Um, our ranking show for the box office will be will be sometime sometime again this week. That'll be our last box office show for the year. Wow. <laughs> um, so we'll do all of our top tens, like worst numbers and best numbers for this week. That'll probably be sometime this week. Um, and then this weekend as well is when we'll start – uh, around Wednesday or Thursday is when we'll start our nominations for the Cinemania World Awards where we'll have fan voting and stuff like that. So a, a, a really packed weekend before I leave and stuff. But I'm really excited to get, get into everything. And, yeah, I'm pumped. Pumped, pumped, pumped. Larry, are you excited? Yes? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Woo! <laughs> also, I, 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 nice show you were to, uh, that I saw today um, on your um. Yeah, so everybody, <laughs> make sure to to watch my Rotten Tomatoes got it wrong for 2014, repping some Cinemania merch that you all can pick up at any time. Yes. Um, and this week, also Brett from BamTube TV, who's also one of our co-hosts here on the Cinemania World podcast, uh, was with me to discuss the the films Rotten Tomatoes got wrong wrong yeah and i watched it really fun really fun video so you guys check that out I'll, I'll put the real unpopular opinions on that one so i'll put time. the link i'll put the link to the video in this episode um oh. for everyone to check out and that is it everyone that is episode 40 of the box office beatdown show tune in maybe in the next this week this week we'll have our ranking video um or a ranking 
podcast for like the box office from this year. Lots to go through for that show, but our, our actual next box office show won't be until the new year. So stay tuned for that. And that is it. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.